Come with me and you'll be in a world of cinematic adventures. Alrighty. Today, my guest is Ace from Unapologetically Unfiltered. Hi, Ace. Hi, sister. You're such a dork. <laughs> All right, we are talking about one of her favorite movies ever, apparently. Either that or just something that she really, really loves to like smack me over the head with. No, first of all, I have to say, it's a fine movie. There's nothing wrong with this movie. But the fact that this heifer, every single time she came to my house, was like, snatch, 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 snatch. Like, after a while, a bitch got worried. Anywho, so in case you haven't figured it out, we're going to talk about Snatch. I'd like to point out that I love the movie, but honestly, I really picked it almost every time I came over just to annoy the piss out of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Couldn't have gone with, like, Fast and Furious or something. It had to be the same. Like, I love Guy Ritchie, but, like, really? You were all for you were all for Fast and Furious at the time, so I had to be different. What kind of torture would have been if I would have said Fast and Furious every time? So this is Ace admitting that she's a contrarian. What me never? Uh huh. Just like you're not sarcastic either. Never that oh, sarcasm. I'm actually surprised that you named your podcast um of whatever the hell it was. I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> that one because in my head it should really be sarcastically speaking because that is you <laughs> so I, mean, but I don't think of unapologetically unfiltered I think of Ace oh sarcastically speaking like that's what I think. I mean that's me unfiltered though full on sarcasm with yeah. no shits to give we're not here to talk about your bowel habits. Okay, so. Oh, my Atlanta. I have a question for you. The answer's why, purple, please. No. Why did you love this movie so much? Oof. Originally speaking, I think I loved the movie a lot because of the simple fact that it was fun to annoy you with. Uh, the secondary <laughs> reason was because I had an obsession with Brad Pitt's character because I could understand everything that man said and nobody else could without subtitles. I call bullshit. I, to this day, I, I didn't rewatch the movie because that's how I am. I don't rewatch stuff. I tend to just, um, like, I will watch clips and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Especially something like Snatch, which I've seen, like, you know, 45 times or some shit. I, plus, you know, I wasn't really, I've been busy, haven't really had time to watch, sit and watch the whole thing, but I did rewatch the Brad Pitt scenes and I was like, I still don't know what the fuck he's saying. I have no idea. I am exactly, I am Turkish. I'm like, do you understand a single fucking word that comes out of his mouth? No, but what? Also, what was your obsession with Brad Pitt? Because in this movie, he looked dirty. Like, I, I needed to just dunk him in water. He was... T- mm No. He, very dirty. Dirty. Well, of course he looked dirty. He was a gypsy or a kid that they use. Oh, what do they call gypsies in that movie? Piker. Thank you. He was a pikey. Yeah, but he, he just... Looked- he looked... Ugh. And the tattoos and the... Ugh, no. Oh, see, the tattoos The unkept beard and it just... I, need, I wanted to scrub them and shave them. And then wipe off all the tattoos. I just, I couldn't, I can't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then, like, one of the introductory scenes, he takes a shit next to a car and then just pulls his pants up. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I, oh, no. There was no wiping. There was no washing of hands. Just, oh, I'm disturbed. I'm so disturbed. It's all so very disturbing. not survive the Rona, but that's not here nor there. For real, like oh, I just and you like I can't believe you saw that and you were like sexy. I'm like what the fuck? Is, I think no. it's the tattoos, 
the muscles and the mumbling that really was the initial attraction. But to be honest, the fact that his character was the one that you don't want to mess with, you underestimate him. He's a gypsy. Or, of course, like we labeled in this movie, they call them pikeys. You you underestimate his abilities, but he was literally a one-hitter. It was wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I hit you, you hit the floor, you're done. And it was something about that that I loved. The fact that he literally could take out anybody with just one hit. I mean, I found that impressive, but not sexy. I mean, I'd find it sexy if you were in my corner and I needed you to bite, like, fight somebody for me. Okay, see, I this is the difference between me. I would just rather not need to have somebody fight for me. <laughs> like, I'd rather just avoid the whole thing altogether. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I use most of my fighting with words, but if it ever came down to it, and I was finally in a fight where I met my match. I would like him in my corner. Interesting. Okay, so I've looking back at this movie, I've thought about it, and I realized I don't think Brad Pitt is nearly as sexy as a lot of other people do. Like, I'm not saying he's not sexy or he wasn't because I I don't really think he is anymore, but. Oh, like there, like there are certain versions of Brad Pitt that are sexy, and then like there are certain versions of Brad Pitt where I'm like, no, no, Mm-mm. no. This is See, one of them. To me, Brad Pitt is like a Johnny Depp thing. Those are icons that you can't touch. I don't care what they look like; they're always sexy. I, I don't. Okay, so with Johnny Depp. He's not as bad as Brad Pitt, where it's like, in this role, he's sexy. In this role, he looks like shit. Um, he is, if he's in a Tim Burton film, he's going to look weird as fuck. Like, that's just, but that's everybody in a Tim Burton film because Tim Burton is just, he's, a, he's fucking weird. Anywho, he, Tim Burton is like my least favorite director. I can't stand him. Um, but aside from that, like, again, if you could get rid of the tattoos. I think Johnny Depp is just generally sexy. I'm not a fan of tattoos if you haven't, like, picked up on that. And you seem to love them for some strange reason. Yep, ready to get more. Yeah, no. Yep. Not a big fan. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I, like, my favorite version of Brad Pitt would be, like, Ocean's Brad Pitt. Or, like, um, Meet Joe Black, Brad Pitt. But, like, versions like Snatch, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Inglorious Bastards. um, What was that? Burn After Reading? Yeah. I don't like any of those versions of Brad Pitt. Keep all those. (laughs) But with Johnny Depp, I just always feel like, even when he's in, like, weird ass makeup and look strange as shit i always feel like if you take all that away he looks like johnny depp like that's always in my mind like i feel like ah this guy looks fucking weird but like you can imagine like i keep my brain keeps just like taking all that shit off and it's like oh that's johnny depp he's hot it's weird it's weird i did the same thing with the midland singer so um there's a country music band called midland and I was looking at the lead singer and I was like, ah, yeah, no. But in my mind, I was like, well, what if you shave off the ridiculous mustache? Cause he's got like a porn stash. And I'm like, just no porn stash. You do not look good on anybody. Nobody looks good in a freaking mustache. Either do the full beard or just shave it off. Um, and he's got, he's got that. And he's got these like insane sideburns and his hair looks all weird and i'm like you know if you give him a decent haircut shave those sideburns and shave that stupid ass porn stash off he's hot and then i saw a picture of him like that and i was like oh my god he's gorgeous why does he try to make himself look ugly like what are you doing <laughs> stop that so my brain just like tries to find the hottest version of men i guess i don't know i'm strange anywho back to snatch snatch has a lot of different a lot of different areas going on. Like there's, it's a typical Guy Ritchie film where it's like, you think that there are five different subplots going on, but it's really all just one big plot happening in five sections. So I kind of like that. Have you seen The Gentleman? 
I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've seen the gentleman. You have. Hold on. All right, real quick. Okay. I'm, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> this is impossible. Uh, no. Wow. All that like, build up. All right, it's on my to-do list now. All right. I might actually get it tomorrow because um, AMC has been doing movies, like uh, movies on demand for like super cheap, usually like three bucks or if it's not. So some movies are just $3 and some movies are like half off on Mondays. And so every Monday I buy like a movie or like rent a movie because um, it's three bucks. Who cares? And hopefully, like, I'm doing my part to make sure that AMC recovers because I need movies to come back. Like, I need movie theaters to survive. And since the U.S. hasn't gotten our shit together to be able to allow AMC to open because we can't wear a fucking mask, I'm okay. Uh, I want movie theaters to be, you know, I want AMC to survive. And Regal as well, because I'm one of those people who, like, with both AMC and Regal, I have a monthly movie pass. So I can go see a movie like whenever I want. And I'm, I'm jonesing for a film. Although I did just watch Old Guard, but I'm jonesing for like the theater experience. I don't care that I have to wear a mask. I will wear a mask and goggles if necessary, but I'm going to go <laughs> when they open. What are you laughing at? And for the record, for the record, let's go ahead and add in there that she has always been this way no joke this is how we met was working at a movie theater so yeah she's that big on movies all the time well i look at it this way dude if i i'm a server and you know a server now we have everything outdoors but even before it's like if i have to be at work for several hours a day be with around people who are not wearing masks so that they can eat and now yeah it's outdoors so it, you know it disperses but still i'm in the same area where everybody is breathing and you know moving everybody's spreading their potential covid all around and shit and i've just got like mask and sometimes a visor if i can go through that several hours a day i can sit in a movie theater for two hours i'm not gonna take it off to eat or drink I'm just, I wear the N95 mask. Um, so I'll just wear that and some goggles won't get in my eyes. I won't breathe it in. I'm good. Bring the movies back, but not in the US yet because we didn't eat our peas. So we don't deserve dessert. Mm. My analogy for it. Like, basically, if you ever watch Internet Today, these guys on YouTube, they, they're the ones that are like, yeah, we didn't really. You know, we botched it so bad in the U.S., the, our response to COVID, that other countries are ready for movies to come back. But movie theaters are waiting on the U.S. You know, they were waiting on the U.S. to open. And now movie theaters are like, okay, fuck y'all. You guys couldn't learn your lesson. We're going to open up around the world, and you're just going to have to get it last, U.S. So, and I kind of, I, I agree with that, because the whole world shouldn't suffer just because... We can't keep our shit together. Anywho. All right. So. I what? So this is the part where you go, I digress. No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite part of Snatch? Ooh. I got a lot of favorite parts. You already know I'm really bad at this whole picking favorites of anything. Um. I'd say every time I think of the movie, the two parts that stand out the most, um, the first time that they challenged um, Brad Pitt's character, uh, Mickey, for the fight, only to find out that he was the one-hit wonder. Uh, they didn't see that one coming, and they owed him a caravan. <laughs> Came here for a caravan. You end up owing a caravan. Um and the second part that usually stands out in my mind the most is his last fight where he was supposed to go down for four. It looked like he was going to actually go down in round four. And surprise, he said, fuck a bunch of this. You're not going to win and knock the man out again. <laughs> go figure. Yeah. The two parts that stand out the most are Brad Pitt parts, huh? Uh, yeah, that's you. Um. 
Uh, I don't. If okay, so of the parts that stand out the most, of the Brad Pitt parts that stand out the most, is that very end to me. That's what gets me. Okay, so for me, the best part about Brad Pitt was the end scene where he like that look on his face, like when everybody else's faces were frozen and they were like, oh, and his face was just like blank. After and the then, fight. Yeah, after the last fight. And Turkish was like, it occurred to me he took his mom's he took his mom's death like really well. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that was my favorite part of like the Brad Pitt scenes because everything else I was just like, ah, get a shower. <laughs> that, that's the scene when everything starts to connect when you realize that um, Pikeys aren't as dumb as you think and they were up to something the entire time. Yep. Yeah. You know, I never thought they were dumb because I figured that they're, they, they were smart and being completely indiscernible. Like that's why you can never beat them. They were, they were hustlers. They knew how to play the game and they knew how to play it very well. Yes. Um, kind of creepy, but sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, like I look at the, uh, the, Pikeys in this movie, I look at them at the same way that I look at uh, the original meaning of a genie. Somebody that you would ask the wish, but you have to be careful as to how you ask that wish because you're going to get exactly what you asked for because you leave too many loopholes. And the Pikeys were good with that. Mm, I wouldn't see them as that because with the genie, like you're going to get what you asked for. But with the Pikeys, it was like, uh, I don't know, like... I feel like if you asked for like something for your birthday, it would be like, okay, we'll give you something. And then like they punch you in the face and it's like, it's not even my birthday. And then they just laugh. Like, <laughs> like that's what, that's the kind of character that they all were. It, it's just all of them needed a shower. I know. Like every time I think of it, I'm just like, they just, they, they just have like salt of the earth, like just, dirt just on them you know what i mean like they just because like every time you see them they're like outside except for when you go inside the caravan and even then they're like sitting on top of each other and i'm like how when do grown men sit that close to each other like what it's just it's all it's very strange it's not my culture that is obvious like clearly (laughs) so i was very much turkish in this movie like as watching this i was just like okay be very careful back away slowly do not turn your bike on the crazy people (laughs) (laughs) anywho all right so what else about this movie all right um another scene that i loved was let's see aside from trying to watch them rob the bookies to begin with because that was just fucking hilarious as shit um the scene when they get when boris was there and they said his name and he's like you see him putting in his earplugs and of course they don't because they're walking away and he comes in and he's like you were you should have never said my name they can't know my name because he had killed the guy as soon as he walked in and then mm-hmm. was, now he's like no go ahead and give him the diamond he's like the only person that knew the combination to the briefcase you just it's killed the guy you All just right, killed cool. <laughs> So let's go ahead and chop off the arm, wrap it up in newspaper. I've got what I want. You guys are responsible for the body. (laughs) My favorite part about that is the scene that follows Nemesis. You know, the definition of Nemesis when uh, Bricktop was like, hope I'm not intruding. (laughs) He just comes in and they're like, the two dudes are like, who the fuck is this guy? And the one guy's like, oh, we're shit now. Like... (laughs) The one dude's like, it's all over. And the other two were like, the fuck is going on with this guy? I love that. And then he like does the whole like six pieces and 16 pigs. Which mm-hmm. is just, it's if that's true, that's terrifying information to know. And also to tie this into pop culture, Carol Baskin could easily have killed her husband. Like just throwing that out there. I know you haven't seen Tiger King, but still. Like at yeah. first I was like, she probably didn't kill him. He probably went to, to, um, you know, Costa Rica somewhere, like fucked off and took all his money. Like, cause she, um, she married a dude who was super rich, apparently. Well, not super rich, but like 
everybody else thought he was worth like $5 million, but a dude who knew him well was like, oh, he was worth at least $20 million. Like nobody knew exactly how much he had because he only had like a certain amount on the books and the rest was like hidden. And so I'm like, oh, homeboy took his hidden money and fucked off. <laughs> it was like left home, left home girl, like holding the bag. And so that's what I thought originally when I watched uh, Tiger King. And now, you know, with the 16 pigs, I was like, cause um, the Tiger King tried to say that Carol's husband, that she killed her husband and fed him to tigers. And um, people are like, oh no, you know, that wouldn't work. But if 16 pigs could eliminate a person in like an hour, and she had like hundreds of exotic animals. She had like 20 or 30 tigers. She had mountain lions, all kinds of shit. So I'm like, yeah, if you disseminate him, you know, with enough pieces, she could have gotten away with it. But remember, shave the head, pull out the teeth for the piggy's digestion. <laughs> yeah, so that was a whole like, section nobody wanted to hear (laughs) (laughs) uh i my absolute favorite part though was him getting it in the end because it was just like dude he was a dick the whole movie and then in the it was like the whole movie you're like oh he's gotta bite it like somebody's gonna kill him who's he gonna be and i was kind of thinking it was gonna be turkish but no it was the pikeys Oh, yeah, the Pikes got their revenge hardcore. Yup. And you know they were planning that shit the moment they came back and, and saw the caravan on fire. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, that was the moment you knew something was going to happen. Like, there was no way. They were so driven by family. Mm-hmm. There was no way in the world you were going to get away with that. You thought you did for a while. Hm. But surprise. You did. Yeah, that was, uh, the whole thing's crazy. All right, so now it's your turn. Tell me about Snatch. Well, tell you about Snatch. Tell me Are about Snatch. Like- We're talking about Snatch. Talk about Snatch. Let's go. Let's do tell it. Tell you about it. Like, geez, I couldn't describe this to somebody if, the, if my life depended on it without going to the whole movie. The, the gist of it is it's boxing promoters, um, Violent bookie keepers, uh, a Russian gangster, the incompetent, incompetent amateur robbers, and the alleged Jewish jeweler. And they're all fighting to track down a priceless stolen diamond. And you get to see the, the same outline from different points of views. Yes. That's, the, that's probably my favorite part of Guy Ritchie movies, where, like I said, it's, it's always like, you. it looks like, while you're watching it, it seems like, un, you know, disconnected parties. You're just watching, like, different people. But then it all comes together, and you're like, oh, no, we were watching one thread, but we were seeing it through different perspectives the whole time. But it was, like, all one conversation. I like his storytelling elements. It didn't really work with King Arthur. Like, it that didn't work at all, honestly. Um, also, the camera work was shoddy as fuck and really like i don't know seizure inducing because it was all over the place but when he goes back to when he returns home and he's true to form he's good like with the gentleman which you need to watch like i said i might get it tomorrow and then like cast it to you you can watch it um but like the gentleman uh lock stock of two smoking barrels snatch that's like those movies i think are peak guy richie You've seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, right? I'm sorry. Did you speak? What? I really don't think I have. I'm not even going to lie. You haven't seen Lock, Stock? See, that's why you didn't want to say anything, because you were like, she's going to lose her shit. If I say no, I have not seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking <laughs> Barrels. I really she's going to flip the fuck out. So let me just play it off like I didn't hear her. That's what happened, didn't it? Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wait, 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 hold up. Time out. Rewind. And this is not me changing the subject because you can go back to it anyways. While I'm thinking about it, one of my favorite parts of that whole attempt to rob the bookies 
was that chick. And she's like, all, all bets, bets are off. <laughs> I'm not here to make a fucking bet. Appreciate it. But all, all bets, bets are off. <laughs> all bets are off. <laughs> there can't be any money, can there? <laughs> I love that reasoning because you wouldn't think that. Like, they clearly should have been there earlier. No, no, no. Let's wait until everybody clears out so it's less of a scene, less of a mess, you know, less chances of a hostage trying to be a hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all didn't realize the money was going to be gone, huh? Okay. Yeah, but see, that's my question. Like, where did the money go? Because I thought they kept the money until the end and then, like, disseminated it to everybody. You know, I thought that too, but in all actuality, I don't think that happens for security reasons. For so specifically, so that idiot robbers can't come in there and try to take it all during the game. Yep, kind of like how banks have it set up where their vaults can only be opened at certain times, and you have to have like two people to do it mm-hmm. for that same reason—a security reason, so an idiot can't come in and just take everything. Hmm. Freaking Jesse James ruined it all for everybody. That best. <laughs> oh, speaking of, Brad Pitt was also in Jesse James. He he played Jesse James. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, we've come full circle. <laughs> um, one of my favorite actors in this that doesn't really get talked about because he has like 10 minutes of screen time is Benicio Del Toro. I love Benicio Del Toro. Mainly just because he's so weird. Like, okay, remember in Usual Suspects, he was like the pikey character in there. Because yeah. he was just like, you're like, what the fuck is he saying? but i loved it see that's the difference like he was completely inaudible in usual suspects but i loved him in that whereas like brad pitt says stuff and i'm like the fuck and it but it's not like cool i'm just like yeah i got nothing like i have no idea i think it bothers you on the brad pitt version part though because it's a good chunk of the movie like it's a huge chunk of the conversation he's the main pikey you ever hear speak I think it bothers me more because I want to scrub him. (laughs) And I didn't have that problem with Benicio Del Toro in Usual Suspects. Because, like, yeah, they looked like they'd been up all night because they had, you know, when they were in in jail. But, I mean, you know, that's obvious. They're going to look bad when you're in jail. Like, that's what people look like, apparently. I don't know. I've never been in jail. Anywho. Um, but you know, like after that, like when they weren't in the, the, the prison scenes, they looked like normal people and I didn't feel the need to shower him. I think that's the main thing. Uh, I don't know. I still think it played a part that he was the main Pikey you heard speaking that you could understand, but all the other ones, if you notice, like his mom, they could speak fine without mumbling. Exactly. So you knew that it was bullshit. But it wasn't bullshit because it never broke character for him. The closest you ever got to it being a broken character, and he, when he's asked, literally, dags, you like dags? What the fuck are dags? Dogs, you dumb dumb. Like, that's the closest you got no, to him. No, he didn't, he didn't do that then. That was the other dude who said dogs. No, he had the other dude figured out dogs, yes. Yeah. But he was the one initially asking, do you like dags? And mom had to repeat it before he understood, oh, you mean dogs. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, fucking weird. But that was the clearest his words ever came out. And that still wasn't even breaking character. Digs. It just, ugh, no. No. And also, I, I still think it's because, like, I wanted to... Here's a funny thing. Think of this character and Tyler Durden, who literally made soap. Oof. I need Tyler Durden Brad Pitt to wash Pikey Brad Pitt. Like, that's what I need to happen. And then when he's all nice and clean and he looks like Meet Joe Black, Brad Pitt, we're in business. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go ahead and analyze all the conversions of Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is no longer about Snatch, y'all. This is about Brad Pitt and the mini version. <laughs> and how to get a mini version from where. Well, we started with this on Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, oh, what is there to say about Snatch? It's just, it's, it's such a, 
it's such a movie, you know? It's one of those movies that, in all honesty, I believe you have to see it because people talking about it isn't going to give it justice. It's one of those movies that is, in my opinion, underrated. A lot of people oddly don't know about Snatch that I feel like they should, especially since there are a lot of them are on big Brad Pitt bandwagons. Okay, if you're on a Brad Pitt bandwagon and you haven't seen Snatch, you're not on a Brad Pitt bandwagon. They swear up and down they are, but a lot of them have yet to see Snatch. And I'm like, how have you not You're seen it? talking to like, liars. Like, this movie is hella old. We are officially in 2020, and this movie is from 2000. How have you not seen it? Holy shit, this movie is 20 years old. Yep. Oh my gosh, I feel so old right now. Oh, this movie it turned 20, 20 at the beginning of this year. It was wow. a January movie. He could have had kids that, like, could drive and, like, be real humans and shit by now. Like, it's crazy. Yep. That's completely insane. Now I feel old. I still have the movie poster. How does that make you feel? That doesn't really do anything at all. <laughs> what is that? What would oh, that do to it, me? It adds the timeline to how long you've known me. Sucks to be you. What? What? No. Yeah. Is that movie poster still existed when I met you? Yeah. That's sad. Not really. I've known you since you were a kid. <laughs> oh Lord! Now you've known my siblings since they were kids. You were a kid. You couldn't drive yet. You're a kid. I could drive. Could you? I don't think so. No, because I, I remember when you got no, no, no. your driver's license. I you could drive. Age. My mom refused to let me. There's a difference. Yeah, you were of age, but you didn't have your driver's license. We no, are all sorts of already. off topic right now. Very much so. <laughs> all right. So to keep this from turning into Brad Pitt needs to wash his face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's Find another angle of the movie to talk about. Um, I can't believe it's been 20 years. Okay, you have to come up with something because my brain is stuck on the 20-year thing. <laughs> That's stuck on the 20-year thing, huh? <laughs> and I didn't realize until you said that, and I was like, holy fucking shit, that's just time passed. All sorts of things have happened. Anywho. I... Okay, so then focus on Bullet Tooth Tony. Vinny you know, fucking Jones. I love Vinny. Oh, you know what? Okay, so six degrees, because that's how my brain works. Um, Vinny Jones was in another movie where he played a similar character, um, Smoke and Aces. And there was also a creepy dude who needs to get a bath, who was like super fucking creepy. But then when he cleans up, he's Chris Pine. <laughs> And I never knew it was Chris Pine because he was so just dirty and just slimeball-y. And I was like, "Mm, no. But then, like, he cleans up and it's Chris Pine and you're like, hey, you're hot. Don't don't do that again, though. (laughs) But it also goes to show, like, of how good an actor he is because I had no idea that was him. Wow. Also, Joel Edgerton's in that movie, which I didn't realize because, again, played a character that is so far off from himself and from characters he normally plays. I was like, where the fuck is he in that? Oh, he was that one dude. And he's like, oh my God, that was him. <laughs> so, yeah. Smoking Ace has had some talent. Anywho. <laughs> All right, so I guess on the lines of Bullet Tooth Tony, I will say that he had two of the most memorable lines of the movie for me. Um, one, I guess, Desert 5.0. No, oddly oh. enough, not okay. the memorable lines for me. I'm amazed. Um, usually you figure out my memorable lines. No, for Bullet Tooth Tony, it was between him and Avi where they were like, where he goes, should okay. I call you Bullet Tooth? And he's like, you can call me, call me Susan. Susan. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. I was like, yes, the smartassism behind that. Yeah. Um, the other one, actually, you should recognize, I posted on Twitter uh, the other day, you should never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Yeah. I That one's not that memorable for me. For me, it was the, um, you can call me Susan. And um, actually, 
it wasn't even a line. It was a moment where he's beating the guy's head with the car door. Oh my gosh. And then the phone is ringing and he stops. As soon as he like gets the guy down, he crawls through and he's like, hello. <laughs> yeah, like nothing happened. Hello. That's my favorite part for him. That and then um, when he was like, because your guns have replica on the side of them and my gun has Desert Eagle 5.0. Yes, the attention to detail was real on that scene. Yeah. I remember the very first time I saw it, I was like, there's no way he read replica on their guns. But since then, I was like, yeah, he totally did. (laughs) Especially like, because gun people know guns. Yes, they do. Yeah. Kind of like movie people, no movies. And comics people, no comics. And nerds, know a little bit of all of them. But not the gun part. Just the movies and the comics. I think think when it came to Bulletooth, I think one of the things that cracked me up is the distaste between him and Boris the Blade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One of the funniest moments in the movie is Boris not dying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, so here's another good line um, with Vinny. When Avi was like, why do they call him, um, why do they call him Bullet Dodger? Because he dodges bullets, doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah. The minute he found out that Boris the Blade was involved, he's like, Boris the Blade, as in Boris the Bullet Dodger. <laughs> yep, yep, that's the one. That was a good line. There are a lot of, like, quippy one-liners. I still don't believe that Brad Pitt's character had actual lines. I think he was just bullshitting. But, yeah, um, nah. except for Dags, aside from that, like, I don't really Dags. think. He's like, what the Dags. fuck did he just say? I understand. <laughs> Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't really. Yeah, have sure. Yes, he did. <laughs> no. You're making that up. Stop lying to me. <laughs> uh, okay. He was just saying. He was gargling pebbles. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Completely inaudible. I'm willing to bet if you turn. I don't use captions unless I'm watching a foreign film. I'm willing to bet if you were to turn on captions and snatch, it would just be like inaudible. Either that, or it would say. He's gargling marbles. <laughs> False. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Oh, oh, here you go. The scene where he had, uh, where he was driving with the guy's head stuck in his window. And he's like, I'm driving down the road with your head stuck in my window. What does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. There... I would love to pull one day. <laughs> guy Ritchie is good for that. He's good for the, you know, the quippy one-liners, like, because he had the same ones in, um, or not same ones, but, like, similar good lines like that in The Gentleman and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, both of which you will be seeing soon. Yes, ma'am. Like, I'm just going to let you get away with that. Like, how are you going to not see Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels or The Gentleman? I could have sworn, like, I would have bet everything that you had seen Lock, Stock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Because how could you not have? That's classic Guy Ritchie. That's like his first film. Come on, man. That's like not having seen Pulp Fiction. Really? You're going to not watch Pulp Fiction? Okay, so I failed on that part. My bad, okay? And clearly you know, of all people, I watched Pulp Fiction. Because last month I watched it how many times in a month? Well, that was because it was part of your homework. Yeah, I didn't have a choice. You know what's sad? Is that like when I was thinking of a scene, I would be like, oh, and then he says this. And it's like, wait, how many times have I watched Pulp Fiction that I can just like recall a scene and the dialogue? That's, I might need help. Maybe. But at least I have memorized The Princess Bride and The Matrix and most of the MCU. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> Anywho, what else do you want to talk about with Snatch? We can talk about whatever you want. I'm honestly surprised you haven't gone on a rant about Turkish yet. What kind of rant would I go on about Turkish? 
I mean, he is your favorite character. He's okay. He's my favorite character simply because, like I said, he's my POV in this whole fucked up shenanigan fest. Um, my favorite line from him is whenever he says the Germans. Because he's just oh my gosh, that phrase like twice, like two or three times. Yeah, just to prove a point. Yeah, and yeah, because he's like. Okay, he's not the smartest person in the movie, but he's definitely not one of the dumbest people in the movie. Like, he's, I would say he's like, he's better than average intelligence of all the characters. But he's also just like the straight guy, you know? Like, every movie, when you have crazy characters, you need the straight guy. You need the one person who's like the navigation system for the whole crazy mess. And to me, that's Turkish. So he's the one he's the one that like he's like the anchor that we can be like okay this is normal so like when you see a guy knock a guy cold when you see a scrawny little dude cold cock a huge guy and your face like your face looks exactly like his looked so yeah jason statham was perfect in this because every time he like looks at something like what the fuck i'm like that's exactly exactly what i'm thinking that's my brain at that moment. So when things are proper fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Proper <laughs> fucked. Yes. And they definitely get labeled several times throughout this movie. <laughs> Fucking rabbit, man. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> that was great. Dude. Oh. I knew when he was like, I like his voiceovers because his voiceovers are also like kind of grounding. A lot of people hate voiceovers, but I'm, I'm fine with it as long as it works. And there's some movies where it works. This is a movie where it works. Um, like when he was like, normally I would never take a bet with a biker, but I'm kind of fucked. I don't really have a choice. So he takes the bet and then he loses. And it's like, you knew you were going to lose. Uh, in fact, that reminds me this goes right back to Ozzy German's quote because Turkish goes, well, the rabbit gets fucked. And I remember Tommy says something about, that's where Tommy goes, proper fucked. Mm-hmm. And Turkish responds with, yes, before the Germans get there. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and the other time was when he was when like... they were explaining how Yeah. Yeah, proper fucked. <laughs> and then uh, the other time was like when he was, Tommy had the gun. He was like, well, you have a gun in your waist. And he's like, for protection. He's like, why? In case the gentlemen show up? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, hold on. I know I know, I know. this quote. He goes, oh, Turkish says, fuck me. Hold tight. What's that? Because I remember it took me several times to figure out what the fuck he was trying to say. Because I've never heard it put that way. And that's when Tommy's like, it's me belt, Turkish. And he's like, no, Tommy, there's a gun in your trousers. What's the gun doing in your trousers? Tommy's like, it's for protection. And that's when Turkish goes, protection from what? The Germans? The Germans. <laughs> All about the Germans. <sighs> I love how, like, at the end, they're the ones who end up with the diamond but don't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> Until, like, the dog poops. Which, that has to hurt coming through. Like, it, does it, would it scar his intestines as it's going through? I don't know the the... Uh, in all honesty, in reality, something that size would have killed the dog. It would have caused blockage in their intestines. That's what I figured. Or like, since diamonds are super sharp, if it did manage to pass, it would have just like opened up his intestines as it, it was going yeah, through. it would have caused some major internal bleeding. Yeah, poor doggy. Kind of reminds me of uh, Harley Quinn. When she, the girls swallowed the diamond and they were like, she's buying all the ammonium... AD and she's like, you gotta poop it out. <laughs> Have you seen Harley Quinn? Yes, I've seen Harley Quinn. The girls okay, watched the crap out of it before I could. Okay, good. Making sure, just checking, because you know, you haven't seen Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh my goodness gracious, she's never gonna let me live this down, ladies and gentlemen. I will after you've seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you gotta see it. I mean, at least I'm not doing anything like rash, like hitting pause and forcing you to watch it right now. Surprisingly, but that's because uh, we were supposed to do this previously and we haven't done it yet. So, 
previously on LA Law. I don't know why I said that. Um, Because I do have the DVD and can cast that bitch right now. But we're not going to do that because I have grown. I am 5'8 and an inth. Not an inch. Just like an inth. Just like No. Um, If I stand taller, I probably am. But no. Still just 5'8. See? There's personal information. Y'all picked up on that? Now you know my (laughs) height. You will never learn anything else about me again. That's it. Um, (laughs) So I'm the exact opposite of Ace. She is like, here are my birth records. And she's like, we'll like unpack everything and tell you everything that ever happened. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm. okay, so you can't see me and you don't know me. And we're keeping it that way. But see, I do it cryptic enough that you actually have to dig to figure it out. Yeah, she does drop information. Like, she'll drop, like, real, real information, but people won't know that that's what she's dropping. And I'm like, bitch, you just said that. And she's like, yeah, but nobody figured it out. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, one day somebody's going to have an FBI file on your ass and be like, on the 10th of October, you said. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to be like. I actually mentioned that on my podcast the other day, and somebody gave the looking eyes like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah and now they're gonna go they're gonna comb back through all the podcasts oh they haven't talked to me since that day oh they're doing research they are dude they're digging. oh no jackie they're mad they're digging no i'm telling you they're 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 doing research they're digging all right so hold on hold on hold on going back to the movie because we keep on losing focus what uh, i never lose focus i'll have you know uh uh uh, uh what okay the three robbers that was soul uh, I hope Tyrell. you aren't asking me to remember the names of robbers from a movie I'm that came out. I remember years ago. it was Soul Tyrone. I remember one was named Tyrone because that was the one big dude. Yeah, trust me, I'll never forget. Well, <laughs> he was the getaway driver. What the fuck is he getting away from? <laughs> Another great line. What the hell? Why are you parked right here? I could, what's wrong with this space? Why don't you park over there? It's too tight. You could land a plane over there. <laughs> and then they show it and it's like literally big enough to land on the plane. Oh, it was awesome. It was, oh, it was Soul Tyrone and Vinny. Because Tyrone with his stolen car, I don't want the dog dribbling on my seats. And Vinny's like, your seats. Tyrone, the, stolen, the car is stolen, mate. He's like, well, while it's in my possession it's my car and i don't want the dog dribbling all over my seats i mean he has a point uh yep he did he had a point yeah while it's in his possession it's his car it's kind of like renting a car except you didn't pay for it those three together were a class act like you could tell that they had never done a job together before ever it didn't even seem like they'd ever done a job. Like, only one of them knew yeah. what he was doing. They never did a job, period, for real. There's no way. Oh, fun times. I'm actually amazed that they didn't get, like, eaten by pigs. <laughs> it was definitely a probability, and it didn't happen. It was It was more than a probability. It was a possibility. It was a, it's about to happen, like, a couple times. <laughs> Like when they opened the door and saw Tyrone in the thing and they were like, oh shit. And I thought he was dead then. And then he looks up and I was like, oh damn. Okay. He's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not today. Not today. He's not dead yet. See, he was sure was a snitch though. I'll tell you that. I mean, they had dogs eating his foot. Would you let the dog eat your foot? Or would you be like, it was him over there with that, with the candlestick. Like, in the library with a candlestick. I can't say I wouldn't do it. What I'm saying is don't commit crimes around me. That's all I'm saying. Plausible deniability. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that you would actually need to sick dogs on me. I might just be like, oh, you have to ask me nicely. I'm more yeah. the I'm more the carrot than the stick person. Give give me the carrot, no, um, you know, give me a nice massage. 
a milkshake without the whipped cream. I don't like whipped cream. And, you know, as long as it doesn't give me brain freeze, I might give you the information. Again, the punchline is don't commit crimes around me. That's just a, just <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Because I love how everybody's like, oh, are you ride or die? Nope. I will do neither. I don't want to ride on a motorcycle and I'm not about to die for anybody. So we're good here. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, I'm a survivor. That's what I am. There you go. Don't start singing the song. Anyway. I won't trust and believe. Was not in the mood for that one. Well, I know it's in your head, though. Uh, it's not, actually. I'm trying to think of Frankie Four Fingers. Did they ever explain why he had four fingers? Yeah. When they were like, because remember in the beginning of the scene, Avi was like, do you know why they, when he was on the phone, do you know why they call him Frankie Four Fingers? Was it a gambling debt or some shit? Yeah, he likes to go because they were like, why did you give it to him? Like the diamond, because remember, originally he had the diamond. Yep. And they're like, why did you give it to him? And he was like, I don't know. I thought you said that. And he was like, do you know why they call him Frankie Four Fingers? <laughs> and then he said, because he likes to go, he likes to make bets and he likes to, um, he likes to make bets that he can't afford. And then when he loses those bets, he loses a finger. And then they showed him hold up the diamond, missing a finger. Yeah, and then he takes when he does go and he gets the diamonds examined. I remember the the guy. What did he? What was his name? I can't remember. But he was like, ah, from Russia with love, eh? And he said something. Next thing you know, he's like, I'm not in Rome. I'm in Russia. And I got to make it to the bookies. Like, and that's where the downfall happens. This is yep. everything sideways had he just left russia and come straight back to london he would have or no wait yeah because he was supposed to go i think he was supposed to go to london and then the somebody from london was supposed to send it to avi and then that didn't work so that avi was like fuck it i have to go to london and i love um avi's line when they were like um when he was in um in customs and they were like, oh, do you have anything to say? He's like, yeah, don't go to fucking London. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a prick the whole movie. Oh, but he didn't get his diamond. Like I, his comeuppance, he didn't need to die. His comeuppance was that he didn't get the diamond. Yeah. I feel like justice was served. <laughs> I feel like everybody got what they deserved. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much everybody got what they deserved. Yeah. yeah. It was a satisfying conclusion. I'm trying to think. I think my favorite line from Avi, honestly, was I'm getting heartburn. Tony, do something terrible. <laughs> yeah. Those two were quite a pair. They were. They were. But like the way that all the characters meshed was perfect. Like, they were the perfect balance for each other. No questions asked. <laughs> yep. Although, you know, bullet teeth? Like, why? Why would you put a bullet in your teeth? Like, why? I mean, I guess it makes you look harder. I, but it's just, it's... I am a very, like, polished suburbanite. I just... Like, it, weird things are weird is what I'm saying. Like a bullet in your tooth and like taking a dump by a car and then just standing up and not even, just, he didn't even wipe. He didn't wash his hands. He just finished taking the dump and just put his pants back on. <laughs> like I just, my mind is like, oh, I can't help it. It's, it's nasty. And I just, there's no version of that that's sexy. Uh. Not sexy. No. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, no. So that's why I was just like, why though? But why? And then on top of that, like the random tattoos all over the place. And it's just, it's like Adam Levine. He was sexy until he started tattooing all over himself. And then I was like, well, there goes that. <laughs> also, he's like 
super thin. You know what? Adam Levine kind of reminds me of his character. Except cleaner. Mm. Yeah, because I don't think that... Because, like, when I picture Adam Levine taking a shit, I think he's doing it on, like, maybe a silver throne because he's not quite pretentious enough to do a golden throne. Okay, I'm talking too much. Anywho, you go ahead. <laughs> I'm saying some weird shit. Like, people are getting into my mind. Nobody want, needs to go there. Like, nobody... <laughs> Nobody wants that. Oh, here you go. Did you know that a fun fact about this movie is that Bricktop was actually supposed to go to Sean Connery? <laughs> what? Did you see that? I could not picture that. It wouldn't work. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it would work. But Bricktop was originally supposed to be uh, go to Sean Connery as his role. No, that wouldn't. If anything, for Sean Connery to be in here, he would either have to be Boris the Blade or he could, if it was a younger version of Sean Connery, he could be Bullet Tooth or maybe Avi. Those are the only characters I think that he would have worked as. I don't think it would have worked any other way. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have to be one of those three. <laughs> No, that was originally that was originally who was uh, supposed to have that role though. It was supposed to be Sean Connery, which I agree with you. The other roles would have been a better option. Um, so remember when you were bringing up the situation about um, when Tony was slamming the head and his per- slamming the head person's head in the door. Mm-hmm. That's the stunt director. <laughs> so he was slamming the head of. <laughs> yep. He volunteered to do it. That is the stunt director. Okay. See, when this is what I'm talking about. When you volunteer for things, you know, <laughs> like when Katniss volunteered as tribute, she was trying to save her little sister. What kind of person volunteers to be like? I'll be the person with getting their head smashed in by a car door. Like what? Who? Why? And you know, obviously, you're gonna have this giant man towering over you. You're probably gonna be in between his legs because he's gonna be. Go- I mean, why? Is what I'm saying. And I don't want an answer. I don't because it's going to be disturbing. So just moving on, moving on. <laughs> Very strange. Very strange indeed. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of curious working on that film set how many people actually had a complaint about Brad Pitt because in order to portray the role, he honestly didn't bathe that much during the movie because he was supposed to look like that. And the easiest way to look like that is to not bathe. It gives you that natural greasy hair look and everything else. So he didn't bathe very often at all during the making of that film. I could have gone my entire <laughs> life without hearing the words that you just said. Oh, I'm sorry. And it would have been fine. <laughs> didn't need to know that. Don't oh. need to know everything. Well, you're welcome. This is why they say ignorance is bliss, because I was ignorant of that fact just one minute ago, and I was happier. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Anywho, um, do you have any other odd, obscure, strange facts that won't give me nightmares? (laughs) No, actually. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Will that one give you nightmares? Uh, I can I, smell it. Like I'm the kind of person who can picture things. And like, if things are too, like I said, the whole, like I cannot stress enough how much I want to give him a bath just from watching the movie. Okay. And then when you say in real life, he didn't bathe. I say, just stick my head in a toilet because that's what I just tell me the different facts. Give me something else. Okay, so you remember the scene where um, Soul fires off the shotgun at uh, the book, the uh, Bricktop's bookie, and he knocks himself in the crotch. Mm -hmm. Okay, that scene was actually accidental. He accidentally actually injured himself, like gave himself a minor injury, but because Mm -hmm. it looked so good, the director actually kept the scene because it worked so well. Huh. Okay. See, why don't you hit me with fun facts like that? <laughs> Weirdo. <sighs> um, the original dog that was in that movie had uh-huh. to be replaced. 
for whatever reason, he didn't like the guy who played Soul. <laughs> Aw, what was he like? Barking at him all the time? At him, constantly biting at him. So he had to be replaced. That sucks. I wonder if like they shot the original scenes with him like snapping at him and then like replaced it with a kinder dog in it later. Let's see. There are a surprising number of dogs in this movie. Ah, oh, yeah, I don't. I didn't expect that many dogs. Yeah, I'm a dog person, so I'm good with it. By the way, all you people sharing all your kitty cat photos, and you're like, Canada? No, okay. We need a doggy <laughs> day. I love dogs. Dogs yeah, are really awesome. Does hate cats. She cats can't are evil. Them. They murder people in their sleep. They, they're soul stealers. You know what? Constantine proved me right. Why? Because how did he get to hell? He was like, I need a cat. The conduit of evil. Not a conduit of evil. That's how this I saw not that. what he said. That's just how you took it. I didn't say that's not how I took it. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, punchline, cats are evil. Hashtag really dogs not. are better. They're really not evil. They really are. I also am the lover of all animals, so. That's because you don't like people. Oh, no comment. I plead the fifth. Mm-hmm. Dogs are awesome. You know why cats are evil? Because every single, first of all, okay, cat people, strange fucking weirdos. All right? Just let me throw that out there. Because I have never met a cat person who didn't say some bullshit like, I hated cats too. And then I got one and now I love them because my cat is different. Oh, here, you love my cat. No, motherfucker, it's still a cat. And you know what? You obviously didn't hate cats before or you wouldn't have gotten a damn cat in the first place because you'll never see me with a damn cat. If I ever get a cat in my life, I will delete this. I don't think I will. Don't forget this recording, okay? Never forget this recording, assuming she bothers to leave this in here. I don't ever see myself having a cat because we both know, like I have always been hashtag dogs are better. Like team dogs are <laughs> hashtags awesome. existed. You know, if you say it in a hashtag, then it has to be true. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just like when it comes on the media, it's gotta be true. Right. I'm pretty sure I've seen somebody say on TV that dogs are better. <laughs> I bet. See, it's just, like just a fact. On TV, the concept of cats are better too, or your friends on Facebook and everything else. So don't play. Right. So what I'm, what you're saying is, it's just a fact. No, so. oh, the cats are better because that's what I was just talking about. No, that dogs are better. No, I was, I was literally just pointing out how you see on, you know, TV too, as well as Facebook and everywhere else, people saying the exact opposite that cats are better, and you go, oh, so what you're saying is it must be fact then, huh? Right, the dogs are better. That's like we've always been saying this. No, that is not. That's, what, that's what happened. That's not where I was going with that. But okay, we could twist it that way. What I'm saying is, what my point is, is that personally, she believes dogs are better. But we always know there's always going to be that cat person out there to argue her. Next, that cat person, dude. I feel like social media is nothing but cat people. Where are my dog people? We need to rise up, dog people. I don't even have a dog right now, but if I did, I would just flood the internet with pictures of my cute little doggy. My manager has a dog that's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's a little corgi, and I want to be like, I'm gonna steal this dog from you because you gave him a stupid ass name and he's too cute for you to have him. Okay, we are way off base. <laughs> oh, now you notice that. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag like I said, better. assuming she even keeps this in the recording, please do not forget every part of this. Make sure you mm-hmm. mark this one, flag it, tag it, so that if she ever turns around and has a cat, you can be like, oh, really, ma'am? Okay, we all know I'm not going to have a cat. Like, there's no... I. I'm not going to turn into a cat lady. I would rather be, first of all, I'm not the cat lady type to have like multiple animals. But if I were to the type to have multiple animals, I would be the doggy lady. With the little ankle biters. And they would literally bite other people's ankles. They would never bite mine because I'm Ankle biters don't really bite ankles like that. What? Nothing. Uh, Besides, ankle biters are children. 
no, 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 no. Ankle biters aren't children. Children are just little mini demons. I have oh, two. For fuck's sake. Okay, first of all, how many times have I told you you can neither give away nor sell your children? Yes, I mean, we keep veering off topic and it's usually your fault. Why do you always blame me? I didn't do it. And this is the You're joy. Tearing me apart, Lisa. We've been this way the entire time we've known each other. Yeah, then you should be used to it by now. Yeah, your audience may not be, though. I mean, we have, what, 20 recordings with me? They should be. <laughs> well, no, really more than that. Yeah, we definitely have more than that. Because it is now August. Yes, it's now August. I had to think for a second, like, shit, when is this recording going to come out? <laughs> I thought we were doing a drum roll in there somewhere. I was lost. <laughs> <laughs> because I have said, okay, so the, the recordings that are that preceded this one were recorded in, like, one of them was recorded in May, and another one was recorded in June. Those bitches didn't come out until August. So that's why I was like, wait, is this going to come out in August? Is it going to come out in September? When is this supposed to come out? That's why I was like, oh. <laughs> so didn't want people to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? It's September 2nd. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. So back to Snatch. I feel like we damn near touched everything. We touched everything? What are we, a bull in a china shop? No, we're not a bull in a china shop. We're Tyrone. And the little bit, little bitty vehicles are getaway car. Okay. All right. Um. <clears throat> so, what else do you want to say about this film? Mm. Can't think of anything else to say about it right now. To be honest, watch or die. Hey, Jackie. Next time I see you, can we watch this movie? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with no. No, yeah, because you, you want to make always... it you know, 31 times that we watched this movie together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you always go for that. Anywho, all right. Um, this will conclude our discussion on Snatch. You hear me getting all professional and shit again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this concludes our discussion on Snatch, and. Where can people find you, Ace No Face? Why does it gotta be Ace No Face? Just because Jimmy calls me that. You can find me on Podbean underneath Unapologetically Unfiltered uh, almost every day of the week at 2 p.m. Central. Which is noon, my time. Like, real people time. West Coast. Um, I called you Ace No Face because your name is Ace No Face. Mm-hmm. You call yourself Ace No Face. I'm gonna call you Ace No, I put it up there like that because of Jimmy. Well, there you go. But you do have a face. It's covered by a mask, but you have a face. That's a beautiful mask. It's a beautiful face! Oof. Okie dokie. So, this is going to conclude our discussion on Snatch. Tune in next week when I will be talking to somebody else about something else, because I have no idea what the fuck is going on. If you like this episode... Do us a favor. If you're listening through Apple, give us a five-star rating or any other app. Drop us a like. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear new episodes when they come out. Thanks. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>